Daniel, a legacy running back commit does not go to Georgia, and we are doomed because we're the worst college football program ever. Or chill out. Interesting. Right after this. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday to you. Mm, Welcome mm, back mm. to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, part of Locked On Atlanta. Uh, happy to be here. Happy to be with this episode you. episode brought to you by LinkedIn, by the way. Happy to have LinkedIn joining the team. Um, Clint, can't help but notice still nothing on the shelves. Maybe no, I've uh, I'm going real minimalist up here, you know, just real minimalist. It is bare, bare bones. My man but is moving, the, so just ease, just moving. ease up. We're, we're the, everything's out of the house. It's just listen, literally. Uh, next it time is a you see him, computer and a and a, look, I'm gonna look here. You know, I'm just gonna really quick. No, this no, is, don't show. Don't this what my man sitting on a camping chair over there. Okay, it's a uh, it's hard times. Going, okay, we're moving. So uh, he'll be he'll be at this place a little longer. Wait till you see the new studio set up. I mean, just unbelievable. Mm. It can be state of the art. How many of those little helmets you can put on the shelves behind you, man? They're just gonna uh, the, have a lot. The of magnetic them. spinning ones with the LEDs coming yeah. down. It's gonna be a It'll lot. It'll be great. You know, a lot. It's gonna be great. Hey, welcome to Lockdown Bulldogs Podcast. We're so happy that you're here. Another week uh, of Georgia football fan talk for fans by fans. That's what the podcast is. Um, he's Clint and I'm Daniel. We are actual Georgia fans, um, and yes. we prove that. Each and every day with the way that we talk. Sometimes our takes are good. Sometimes our takes are bad. But all mm. of the times our takes are real um, because we're real fans. That's what the podcast is all about. And we get that you're a real fan too. Um, and so welcome. Glad that you're here. Happy to have you along. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. Leave us a comment. Give us a thumbs up. All that stuff. Uh, over 3,000 subscribers, by the way. Clip, the, clip that 3,000 over the weekend, Clint. So... If you're we heading into party, the season, jump. look, let's get to, let's get to 3,250 before the season starts. Subscribers, I think we can easily Forget do about that. that. Let's get let's to four. Let's get to 4,000 before the season starts. Let's just jump on board. Let's just jump on board. Let's Here do it. Um, if you're listening on audio, if you're watching on YouTube right now, you can subscribe to the audio podcast in case you're on the go or want to just listen while you're at the gym or something like that. Uh, audio podcasts can be found wherever podcasts are found. Leave us a rating and review on there, especially on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out. And subscribe there as well. So, uh, Clint, today we're talking about Justice Haynes, and um, yes, he stepped on Georgia's face with a hobnail boot and broke our nose. It had to be it's said. What some, it's what some it are saying in Alabama Some country. people are saying. Hey, Bama, all lowercase. Jump in the comments and tell us all about it. We can't Come wait on. to see. We can't wait Come to hear on. from you. So, um, I, I'll just say this to you, Clint, and to yep. you, the listeners. We're going to jump into what this means for Georgia. We're going to talk about who we still have at running back coming in. Whether we are screwed. Mm. Spoiler alert: We are not. And we're talking about the bigger picture yep. of this recruiting. Um, situation but but before we get into any of that i'll just be honest with you this came as a as a big surprise to me clint i was this very surprise. surprised by this i i fully expected this guy to be a dog at the end of the day 
Um, and it does not seem as though he's going to be. And so let's start there. Let's talk to the people about what went wrong for Georgia in this uh, in this recruiting of Justice Saints. Look, I think we need to understand a couple things. Let's start off the bat with this understanding. Since Kirby Smart has gotten to Georgia, we have said time and time again, you remember this year one and year two, Daniel? Nobody remembers this because everybody wants to forget that they were the ones tweeting this out and commenting on it. But when Kirby couldn't secure the state, when he couldn't Mm. close the borders, Mm. all of you, yes, you, I... I am telling you right now, stop it. I am telling you right now, it was you, listener, because it was all of us who said, Kirby's not recruiting Georgia. He's not closing this down. He's not taking the state. I don't know if we could trust it. You said it. I, I, go if look you didn't at say all it, of them. You heard someone else say it and you thought, maybe, maybe, maybe. that's true. Maybe that's true. And then Kirby went out and just gobbled all them recruits from every single place that he could ever think possible and got them and landed them and they are here. Okay. That's one. Two, we said with name, image, and likeness and the way that the college football landscape is changing, we used the phrase before, this isn't your daddy's college football. People have been saying that for a long time, many, many months, if not years, this isn't your daddy's college football. This isn't that. And things have changed. So I, I just want to start. So for example, so for example, just I, if I, I don't mean to... I don't mean to critique your points here, Clint, but I think we should be fair. I think we should be fair. Because if it so happens that Dan Mullen is listening to the podcast. Yes. Okay. I believe his daddy is Kirby Smart. And so technically speaking, it is his daddy's college football. Because Kirby Smart does own college football. And so unless you're Dan Mullen, this is not your daddy's recruiting. Okay, that's what, not, that's what we're trying to say. This is what we're trying to say. Um, yeah. Look, he, here's where I want to start. I want to start with, we can talk about why we missed on a couple of things and and what went wrong, but I just want to first tell you, Georgia fan, if you are losing your mind over this, if you're telling us, hey, a legacy in-state running back guy, and you think we're at a position of need and running back, we're going to tell you probably tomorrow you're, why that's completely false and a bad mm-hmm. narrative. But I just want to tell you, this isn't your daddy's recruiting, so why should it matter if a legacy Georgia guy doesn't come? Because that's not the landscape anymore. Now, you Mm. might say for heartstrings, Mm. you might say for continuity, because it's not the landscape anymore. He commented as he commented that he wanted to go to Alabama because he wants to play baseball and football at the university that he's going to. And as many of you commented all throughout the SEC baseball season, Georgia baseball was inconsistent would be the best way of saying it. Okay, Alabama. That's a, that I, is a way I to was, say it. I was being kind. I was being very Georgia. Kind. Georgia men's basketball last year also inconsistent. <laughs> very much so. He commented that now. If you all remember Plumley at quarterback, wanted to play quarterback and wanted to play running back. There's another running back or quarterback. Another running back kid went to Old Miss. Wanted to do mm-hmm. baseball and football. Guys, I get it. John, the Freese. landscape is Plumley. Yeah. Thank you. Guys, the landscape has changed. It's not our daddy's college football anymore. Things have shifted. Why wouldn't it shift here? The legacy in-state running back at Georgia isn't what it was before. No. Please, and that's, and please that's embrace a thing. this. I'll stop short of saying please embrace this because okay. on the one hand, I get it. Okay. I'm an old guy at heart and also just old. So 
I understand nostalgia and tradition, and I understand that it is difficult to accept that things like legacy or quote unquote, that guy just is a dog. He just mm -hmm. loves mm -hmm. Georgia. That's mm -hmm. why those are the guys I want to come to Georgia. Let me say this to you. If that's your position, you're going to have a very um, thin football team because there are those guys out there. They do exist. And you got to get them. That's fine. You want them. I'm not disagreeing with you that you want them. But you can't fill a championship roster with them. You have to fill a championship roster with guys who see the potential for their career to come to Georgia and make something of themselves. And if you're and if you're Kirby Smart and Glenn Schumann and Todd Munkin and the powers that be at the University of Georgia, then you understand that those are the guys that you have to go get. And it's this what happened in 2001 at in Knoxville, Tennessee with a seldom used fullback on the Georgia mm. Rock. Now, look, I get that Veron Hans was a great football player, had a great NFL career. He was great. He was a damn good dog. Always will be a damn good dog. But we're talking about what a fullback did in 2001 in Knoxville, Tennessee. That doesn't have anything to do with this moment. It just mm. doesn't matter at all. And so did I expect this guy to come to Georgia? Absolutely, I did. Yes. But – I think your point is well taken, Clint, and that is that just doesn't mean as much as it used to. And you can love that or you can hate that. It doesn't really matter because just like if you love or hate the president that's in office right now or the next one that will be in office in a minute, it it won't change anything about it. It is the way that it is. And um, you like that? I've already gone build a wall. I good golly, I've we are we are so gonna get ratioed. I just don't know what to do at this point. Oh, which way are you, they gonna ratio us, Clint? You just I, don't know. You can no, never tell. I'm not, All right, I'm not gonna. Uh, we're gonna be back. We're gonna talk more about um, this commitment, what it means for Georgia, uh, what's left at Georgia. But first, Clint is gonna tell you about our fine title sponsor, LinkedIn. That's right. As the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. Create a job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to re reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people, just a little shy of the amount of people screaming at Daniel and I right now in the comments. <laughs> then add your job right. and the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring so your network can help find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skill set and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, so let's um, let's continue talking about Justice Haynes and this, um, but let's let's kind of shift the angle slightly and let's talk about are we are we really worried, Clint? Now you alluded to yeah. this in your in your open. 
you know, some people are, are, are pulling their hair out over this. They're beating their heads against the wall. They cannot make heads or tails of it. We've tried to talk to you about some of just the simple facts and logistics of what recruiting is and what recruiting isn't these days. And so hopefully that will help you make sense of this. And Clint mentioned the baseball angle and, you know, maybe had a, you know, clicked with a baseball coach or football coaches, whatever. It doesn't matter. Maybe the kid's just his own kid and he just wants to go to the University Shocking. of Alabama. How dare you? And, how dare you suggest an individual make choices on their own, Daniel? How dare you? And it turns out Alabama's good at football. So that's not they're, a, they're it's good. not like the kid's going to Toledo or something. You understand what we're trying to say? He's not going to play for Deion Sanders at whatever the heck university that is. And so it's not like the kid is making ridiculous decisions. He just didn't pick our school. All right. But the bigger point for Georgia fans, I think, is does this worry us? And there's really two ways you could take with that. Does it worry us in terms of the our team? our unit, our roster? Does it worry us in that respect? And then does it worry us in terms of recruiting overall, in terms of yep, Kirby's ability to close and seal the deal? So maybe let's talk about that first, Clint. Um, are you are, are we ready? Or should we doubt Kirby now? I don't know how to phrase this question and not sound like <laughs> This is this is what I'm just so blown away with, honestly. And and we say it every single year, Daniel. Every year during talking season, because because you have mentioned before, the mental psyche and the emotional psyche of Georgia fans is there has to be something wrong. I, I know we just won the national championship, but there has yep. to be something wrong. But it's a safe space for us. Like we Correct. just, it's like a hobbit hole. We just run back to it yep. because it's what feels right to us. Because for so many Georgia years, fans, it was nearly there, and we just lost because of X, Y, and Z. But if we just had that one little piece, it wasn't going to be so bad. There's decay in the program. We're not who we are. We're the national champions, and, and yet people are insecure about that. So I get it. But let me start on the recruiting front. Every single year, we have to comment, calm down. We swung. We went all in on Arch Manning, and we missed on him. I, I get that. If you want to say we missed on justice, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to push back and say, I don't think we missed on him. I think this kid made a decision that was best in his interest because of a couple of reasons. And I want to start here with recruiting you. Okay. Georgia fan. I'm, this is tough love for you. You uh -oh. can't have it both ways. I you want can't, it. Both ways. I know you do. I, again, I understand Daniel, but you can't give it to me you both ways. It. I don't care. I want it. No, both ways. Nope. You can't. Nope. You cannot tell me. I want 36 points per game, airing it out just like everybody else in the entire world. But also I want every single running back commit to come. RBU. To Georgia, and, and that's that's what I want. And I go, RBU. You, you, you can't do that. Maybe you it's all them t-shirts is the reason the wide receivers aren't committing. If you're upset about the wide receivers not committing, which by the way, they are. They are. They are committing, but whatever. Maybe it's all them t-shirts that you're printing and wearing. Maybe that has something to do with the fact that no elite quarterbacks ever want to come to Georgia, even though they do. Two five stars. They do. Okay. Two. But I don't know. You can't have it both ways. It's well that's, said. That's what I mean. In the recruiting world. So so pick your poison. Now, if you stick stick with one narrative, I would re, I would listen to you. Okay. But so here's my no, trust Kirby. He's flipped people, he's gone, he's filled holes, he's gotten guys in the program, and he's developed them. So yes, we go after five and four star. But if we happen to get a three star kid or a guy out of Texas who is just emerging onto the scene as a running back, 
that that's coming into the program who's really prolific and needs maybe more seasoning and more coaching like we already have in this recruiting cycle coming. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe give Kirby some credit because he's done this for six years now and every single time and he hits. When, when has he failed you? When? Just answer me that. When has he failed you? When has he failed you in recruiting? When has he you failed br- to deliver? And if you bring up, well, Justice, uh, um, uh, Justin Fields left uh, the program, Daniel, because of how Kirby handled that. Okay, he didn't win a national championship, and we were right there, and we were just fine, and we did go on to win a national, and we have other quarterbacks. You, I know you want to say you like certain things, but when has he failed? That's the question, Dan. Two things. Two things. Two things I'll say. Number one is, um, look. Kirby gets it done every year. And we, you know, we've said this, we've come back to it over and over again. Clint said we can't have it both ways. I I will just say that if if Kirby Smart uh is goes after a kid and he swings and he misses, like like happened with Arch Manning. Like to some extent happened with Justice Saints. I I get that. Sure. If that happens and Georgia does not finish with the number one recruiting class in the 2023 cycle, let's extrapolate out and say that happens. Even though Kirby has rallied from behind and finished with the number one class before. But look, it's going to be extremely hard to finish with the number one class in the 2023 cycle. Very hard. Like, let's say he's top three. Let's say he's four, top three, four, five, something, somewhere in that neighborhood. Nobody recruits the number one class every single year. Nope. Like, nobody does. Nick Saban in his heyday, even though the narrative that ESPN will tell you is that Nick Saban recruits the number one class every single year, even in his heyday, Nick Saban and Kirby Smart together Yep, didn't get the number one class every single year. By the way, just for curiosity's sake, Alabama is currently sitting at eleventh at twenty four seven for twenty twenty three recruiting. So when when Kirby Smart finishes in the top three, top four this year, but doesn't have the number one class, that doesn't mean that the program is broken. Guess who signed the number one class more often than any other school since Kirby Smart's been the head coach at the University of Georgia? Give it to the people. It's Georgia. It's Georgia. No matter who gets the number one class next year, it'll still be Georgia who signed the number one class the most often since Kirby Smart's been here. So listen, don't. if we finish outside the top 10, please talk to me about how recruiting is broken because you'll be right. You will be right. But yes. until we until that happens, until we start pulling in Mark Richt type classes, don't don't talk to me about the recruiting class being broken because it simply it simply isn't. Um, By the uh, way, really quick, the number two mm-hmm. class right now is Notre Dame. So let's just calm down. Yeah, that's not gonna that's not gonna be that's not gonna be the thing. Um, I have another point. I'm gonna save it for the following segment. But we'll be right back and talk more about Georgia, about recruiting, and what this all means. But first, I want to let the people know about Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. They are the official sportsbook partner of the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. 
And they are the only sports book that Clint and I trust. And so on Saturday night, mm. when Cam Smith was plus 1,200, Clint, 12 to 1. And I just matriculated on down to betonline.net, and everyone and their brother said Rory McIlroy is a shoe-in. You've seen this story before. To win the Open Championship, I said, not today. And so drop a little coin on Cam Smith, as I did, and then just reap the harvest. BetOnline is where you go when you want to place a bet like this. And see, the beauty of that bet now is, Clint, I can easily just cash it out, transfer that money, directly to my PayPal, to my checking account, wherever I want, and then I use it. But I'm not going to do that, Clint. Do you know why? Because I'm building. Because I'm building a fortress. September 3rd. I'm building a fortress Mm. for September, Clint. September Mm. is coming. You understand? You thought winter was coming, but I'm telling you that ain't it. It's September is coming. The Mercedes-Benz is coming. There's going to be a team on the field, and I'm going Dude. to be betting all the money on that team. Bet online. This bet online ad read just turned into so, my own little yep. personal. You need to just, just come on, pull it in, pull it in, ran it in. Oh, just get a little hot so and bothered. Okay, come but on. BetOnline.net is your online sports book experts. Enter the promo code locked on, get a welcome bonus on your initial deposit. And go there and place your wagers. Betonline.net. You teased that you had one more point about recruiting or maybe the state of the running back program at Georgia after Justice takes his talents over to Alabama. Uh, What is that one other point that you had? Yeah, so uh, I think the only area that you could really be concerned is, is here. Recruiting for the best player. When you're competing for the best players mm-hmm. in college football, you're never competing for one guy. So does Justice Haynes not coming to Georgia, does it sting a little bit? Does it hurt me a little bit? It absolutely does. Does Arch Manning not coming to Georgia? Does it hurt me a little bit? It does. But the problem with losing out on guys like that is that often you're not just losing out on guys like that. You're losing out on the other guy. And so the name that I will bring up, that John Garcia's brought up before, that I think is on the minds of a lot of Georgia fans, is Mill Creek safety Caleb Downs. Mm -hmm. He's been linked to Justice Haynes quite a bit. And if you look at a lot of quote-unquote insiders, next time we have John Garcia on, we're obviously going to ask him about this, but if you look at a lot of quote-unquote insiders, A lot of crystal balls showing up for Caleb Downs to Alabama these days. And again, Nick Saban's going to get recruits. Nick Saban might sign the number one class. Sure. That that very well might happen. Georgia signed the number one class two years in a row, and each of those two years failed to win the national championship. Shocking. So Nick Saban might get the number one class. That, That could happen. But to me, Caleb Downs was always more important. Justice Haynes was more of a sure thing. Now we lost the sure thing, and that might hurt our chances of getting the even more important guy in Caleb Downs. And so 
that's the point about this whole recruiting thing when people are going to say like, oh, this is kind of a big deal that we missed out on this guy. That's the point that I'll listen to. I won't listen to anything about Kirby. I won't listen to anything about recruiting classes. I won't listen to anything about NIL and how it's ruining college football. I won't listen to any of the points about how the running back room is is a dire need for this Georgia team. Again, we're going to talk about that tomorrow on the podcast. We're going to talk about the running back room, what we're excited about, what we have to look forward to in that room. Uh, It's not a position of need. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. But the point I will listen to is that this is probably not a one-guy deal. And Dominoes if you lose more than basketball. one guy, then that's a that's a situation. Um, here's what I, here's how I'm going to end this. Um, NIL and recruiting nowadays, and what's coming with realignment and everything. Here's why I, I want you all to hit the reset button on what your perceptions of why a kid comes to a school happens. Now, generations change, kids change, culture changes, and all of this changes. It's like a lot of us who want to do that that meme on Twitter where it's like retweet if you know what this is and there's two there's two keys to your truck, right? One to get in and then one to do the ignition and then you know if you're like me when my Chevy C10 that I had I had one for the gas can. That Speaking gas- of old, this is just, this is turned into just a hey, we're older than you podcast. Yeah. So it's great. So because you no longer like that you push a button to start a car. You're like, oh, this is horrible. This is, and what you want to say is back in my day, we had two keys to start the car and you go, okay, that's the end of the segment. Like you literally just, you literally just explained everything I need to know about how cars used to go with two keys. You used one to get in, one to start it. Great. I push button start now. Can we move on to a different conversation? Like, why is this still a thing? I don't get this. You need to hit reset on recruiting. It's going to help you. I'm here to help you out, fan, Hmm. Georgia fan. This is going to help you in the long run. The more you know, to not be heartbroken is what I'm trying to encourage you to instead of saying, like we've said before, do we, do we know who we want Kirby to start at quarterback? The one who wins the most games. Do I care what his name is? I don't. As long as it's not Stetson Bennett. Of course. Sorry. I should have, I should have said that. <laughs> should have that was that. implied Daniel, because it this is a Georgia strongly podcast. Implied. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> listen. Congratulations to Alabama on their yes. off-season national championship. Hundred percent. Give them the this trophy. This is just another, another diamond. It's another diamond in the off-season national championship ring. Recruiting champions of the world, Georgia fans. You, you see what this is, right? Like, just it's okay. They're winning the things that don't matter. I get that players win championships, but again. Call me when Georgia doesn't have players, and we'll start and we'll start a conversation. Congratulations to Alabama! Congratulations to all you Alabama fans on the banner that you're going to hang for signing a four-star re- legacy Georgia running back. That I mean, I cannot wait to see it hanging in in uh, Bryant Denny Stadium. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be great. Uh, off-season national champions 2022. Georgia will be uh, the reigning football champions in 2022. But we won't have Justice Saints, and so we will apparently be screwed. Let's talk about who we will have at running back. Clint and I will be back tomorrow. Talk about who's at running back, who we're excited about, who we're nervous about, who you should not sleep on when it comes to the running back position group. Um, We have strong opinions about this group, and we're going to share them uh, tomorrow. Join us on the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. See you then. See you.